0: Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you
1: feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood
0: journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Torn, finding a mom-life balance.
1: Welcome back to Torn. We're excited for entering June midway through the year, and we just wanted to take this time to get in and see how our people are doing. And Memes and I had shared, you know, a while ago some of our 2020 goals, so we figured we would start first with sharing how that's going along.
0: So Memes 2020. It well, again? definitely surprising how it's being spent. I couldn't have anticipated this at all. Um, so it's, it's a mixed bag. It's been lots of emotions, lots of unexpected events, and kind of digging into my personal resources to show up as my best is kind of what 2020 has been pushing out of me.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting because what I realized is that I've been living most of my life as if I've been <laughs> in a pandemic. <laughs> because the work from home, the homeschooling, the virtual conversations with friends and family, the trying to get everything to be done on a screen or through a phone has been kind of my go-to. So, you know, living down in North Carolina and the rest of you guys being in New York, we've always had to FaceTime and take advantage of the virtual play and all that jazz. And then I've always worked from home. So, um, and then homeschooled, you know, part-time my kids. So nothing has really changed there. But when I go and I look at my 2020 goals, 2020 was my year to get out there and so fate didn't let that happen
0: I <laughs> I guess this Ramsey girl can't can far <laughs> I think it's also interesting that I got a little bit well I got what I thought I wanted when Soph was about 6 or 7 months but like on steroids so being home doing all the home family stuff while working it's almost like have the best of both your worlds and it's really trying it's very trying because it kind of shows all my flaws with schedules routines and getting things done um the first six to eight weeks can't even believe that that's like a time frame um, well, in it, I was sick and then got better, and so always was home and <laughs> it probably is horrible to say that that's probably my favorite part of this time because I just had to pause like it forced me to stop, and then he was able to be home with us, and he was he's really good at managing like what has to get done i i I almost feel like I am on the wrong setting. Like a washing machine, like a, my flow and what has to happen in life is always on the wrong setting. I find myself often saying is what you are focusing on right now essential to the next like thing that you have to like either be ready for or if you're walking out the door like I find myself, like, very easily distracted and then asking myself, like, am I putting all this effort into the right thing? Because I'm one of those people that in getting ready, I will sometimes get this burst of, like, let me fix this. Let me organize this. Let me clean this. Let me sort this. And it, it can happen when I'm getting ready for work. It can happen when I'm getting ready for an event on the weekend. And it is not related. <laughs> it's like procrastinating on life. It's always like, and so this week I've gotten very irritated with myself when I'm getting ready to go for a walk and I find myself like take a seat at my desk and I'm adding things to like a list or I'm sorting something that's like a a gift project that I'm doing, like addresses, but it has nothing to do with being dressed and having my mask and everything I need to get on a walk. And I'm not ready. Like, I'm not ready to walk out the door, and then I get to do this extra thing. I just, like, paused in the middle of getting ready and totally sidetracked actually being ready. And so this whole time is, like, a big mix of that. Like, did I do everything I had to do with Soph so that I could actually be present when I do have to jump into work and also be ready for when we're going to, tumble right into lunch prep and lunch so that i can bounce back into work and it's it's not my strength it's not my strength at all like i'm just like where does my mind go (laughs) squirrel i don't know it's it's been trying so it's a bunch of that
1: but yeah you're you're not alone though because i went into linkedin the other night, and the high trending article had how to manage your time while working from home. <laughs> so, seems like the majority of folks are uh, used to having to physically leave their home to become structured people, and it, and it blows my it just blew my mind that that was the high trending article because being that I've worked from home for so many years, I'm like, oh, it's really not that hard, you know. But now. We're having like these remote employee calls because everybody's remote now. My company feels the need to check in on us more um, and like make sure everybody's okay and
0: mentally. But the boundaries are gone. The boundaries um, are and gone. And so the transition people... that you would normally have, <laughs> either because you're physically traveling to get somewhere or you know that someone else just has that kind of schedule, those are completely omitted from the s- scheduling.
1: Yeah, welcome to the work from home crew. We've been saying the whole time, people disregard. Yeah, but am I not supposed
0: to go to the bathroom for four hours? Yeah, (laughs)
1: like it's like really crazy.
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) I know because yeah, because Steve's been talking about that too. He's like, how in the world? Because he goes, he was getting used to going into the office as well. And so he's like, how in the world do you function with back-to-back meetings, like, all the time? I said, oh, welcome to my world as <laughs> running a cafeteria."
0: But for <laughs> like, teaching this is... um, schools that have um, union support, but, like, in the kind of... Like, when you... There's, like, a if you Google it, there's, like, teachers in the 1920s or something. It was this really old, rustic, like, what the rules were and what they were in charge of that included corporal punishment. <laughs> um, but it's almost like the rule that you can't teach three periods beyond three periods back to back um, because it doesn't like allow for those kinds of things, like using the bathroom, you're maintaining your sanity. (laughs) Um, um, So it it just seems strange that in the space, because the assumption is that you could be off task, more because you're not in that space you can fill it up more it, it's just kind of productive the other part is that we do everything now to kind of encourage environments reflecting what has to be done so when you think about like the school corner for sitting with our kids so that they have like a board and they have like images that represent what they're going over and they have the educational toys and then if they were to shift to the other or even their stationed learning and Um, that's not, so I can understand the, like, I need to physically remove myself from here so I can get into that zone, um, so much more because of this. Um, but then oddly enough, when I look at my goals, 50% of them are still things I'm prioritizing and like slowly creeping towards. So I feel like I probably really reflected differently um, than other kind of goals list that I've made before that I, I was kind of on track with what was at the front of my mind but also that during this time maybe those are the things that have kind of helped me keep sane also because I'm not the best at resolutions and goal setting that you guys you have to know the trend here Athena's a lot more A personality I'm a lot more oh I forgot that was happening um, but are on the right track. So these ideas of personal projects, growing our podcast, um, incorporating more movement into my life, reading a book a month, continuing to do the personal growth, um, professional growth, um, reflections still in there. But then some of the things I have to do, like hoping that my mom, Athena, and I can take a trip together. It's probably the kibosh is probably put on that and then um but for the most part you had covid
1: free goals Mm -hmm. like covid couldn't touch that (laughs) so those are really good goals unlike mine where covid just (laughs) destroyed them all they've become contaminated because of course I had like so many goals on here I didn't realize the trend in my goals now that I'm stepping back and looking I'm like man so much of these goals had to do with me leaving (laughs) to go somewhere (laughs) I really was trying to get out in 2020 but no not happening
0: but as for like the frame
1: but I like the the mental I I like the mental health goals that you had on there, like the reflecting, Mm -hmm. the meditating, you know, even your gratitude journal stuff. um, All those things are helpful and are good ones. That the yeah, that's what I was going to say. That as
0: we get to the middle of the year, just in general, um, going through either, uh, you know, quarterly check-ins, biannual check-ins, I think they're just good habits so that so much time doesn't go by without us reminding ourselves, jolting ourselves a little bit into, like, what what are we thinking? What are we feeling? Like, sitting with what's motivating us, what's demotivating us. Um, and so I would just encourage doing a little check-in um, with thoughts of goals, but also how they've been affected, how they can be shifted, and maybe even a reflection on how this time – and not out of a point of pressure of, oh, did I do the bread baking? Did I do all the crafts with my kids? Did I make sure I taught them everything? No. More out of a place of what did this time mean for me? Did this time let me, you know, enjoy just being in the same space with my family? Um, did it make me make a flag for time out because of all the time I spend with my family? Um Did it give you more ideas of what you really value in the outside life, maybe pruning away the things that you don't want to bring back once there's some sort of new normal or new, new interaction space. Um, I think it's really important to think about how you responded because it happens. It's a journey and we didn't know we were taking this turn, but we did. And the, the time does teach us something so just taking that time to think about your goals that you thought about before but like how did you respond to this time what did it take for you to feel grounded and appreciative Um, what did it take for you to get rid of the anxiety to open up with your family or find systems that helped your family manage um, to kind of give us more tools of how to do our family the best way possible.
1: Yeah, I'm happy that we are taking the time this episode to look at our goals because now that I see that uh, probably only two out of the 10 that I wrote down are realistic, really going to happen for the rest of the year, It it allows me to change and adjust, right? Because I've thrown myself like, although most of my goals had to do with like spending more quality time going to a physical location with either my husband or my mm-hmm. sons or even new memes, um, I like the way that I've had to adjust that and stuff still checks the box because the core of it was just quality time, right? It, it didn't end up in the locations I wanted it, all these exotic locations, but um, the quality time is still there. And then I think of like, oh, how did I adjust to the change of the fact that I wasn't going to be able to go anywhere to do anything um, mm-hmm. was investing it where you're at right? So while well, you picked up a couple of different projects, like one of my projects that I picked up mm-hmm. was my yard work. Oh my goodness. Uh, it, it was kind of sad to go out there and it actually looked like for 10 years, nobody's been taking care of the lawn. Um, <laughs> even though I, they, there allegedly is a teenage boy in this house that goes out there and cuts it every other week. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, where does the gas go that goes into the lawnmower? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> makes you think. But it, it's just a perfect time to check in and make sure to refocus, readjust for the rest of the year and make sure that you're spending it where you desire to spend it rather than just letting the motion. Cause even if you're not physically going anywhere, you can still let the busyness of life kind of dictate how you spend every single minute and let that carry you down this unwinding river. But if you actually take time to sit down and reflect and look at how you want to spend your time, you could be a little more intentional. All right, now for our, our favorite segment of the show the men. And now for our men's segment where we share a highlight from the week. So I mean, have to say been as uncomfortable
0: as it was, um, hearing from my current students on a pushback of not getting enough support under the current climate, um, with protests and activists trying to highlight, um, Injustice and police brutality, Um, I have to say that a gathering of students with staff that they initiated and, you know, about 300 people were present for was amend because I do really believe that, you know, you get the most um, brutal truth from the mouths of babes and they will push us to be better. It was hard, and it was uncomfortable, and it did what it was supposed to do. That's
1: awesome. Um, uh. On a different note, my mend was more um, self-reflective, just spending a lot of time out there, like I was sharing with the listeners, in my yard where I wasn't necessarily expecting to spend my year um, out in my lawn and taking care of the flowers and stuff, but just being out there mm-hmm. and bringing life, right, in a different form. It, because, as our listeners know, I have four <laughs> sons, so, yes, I am used to bringing forth life <laughs> in that same old way. But um, this, this adventure is just... Uh, Help me be more vulnerable. And I don't know if other homeowners can relate to this, but man, I feel like I have the most judgy neighbors. Like I'm out there and I'm like, I know somebody's looking at me through their blinds, acting like I can't see them and judging whether or not I'm aerating at the right time, if I'm watering at the right time. And just, you know, the negative Nellies out there, you ain't going to get grass to grow. Not in this heat, not around this time. You should have done that in the fall. (laughs) But lo and behold, I got grass. (laughs) Um, So just taking care of those baby grass seedlings out there and just seeing it burst forth and how just that little bit of life in those small little patches changes even the environment around it. And so kind of speaking... To me, personally, it's like, well, the little bit of sphere of influence I have brings forth this beautiful life when you just step back a little bit um, and take the whole picture into view. And then also just the getting up close and personal, um, you end up seeing the beauty, something that looks like it's lacking or that it's you know dying if you get up close to it enough you'll see where there's life and you're able to breathe into that and expand it so it's just been an awesome journey um being out there and being vulnerable because you lay seed down doesn't mean it's gonna grow (laughs) You water doesn't mean that the seeds are gonna stay there because there are squirrels out there to steal the grass seed and birds um so it's just been an interesting journey, yeah. and where we're that's reflective.
0: a beautiful metaphor, also for what we what we have the power to do. So, on that note, thank you so much, Torn Tribe. Yeah. In the current climate across the country, my reflections led me to believing that the greatest power we have is to influence our children into being wholeheartedly kind people. The more information we have and the more exposed we are we can create a different tomorrow so just a book recommendation that you might um, expose your child to share with them lead to discussion and i'll be sharing a couple other titles in the coming weeks so a is for activist and it is a alphabet led book uh writer and the written and illustrated by inosanto nagaro And it goes through A, B, C, but tons of um, informative, powerful terms to make our children understand that they have a voice. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.
1: So, Torn Tribe, we always like to hear from you guys and would love for you guys to stay connected. Um, so Memes,
0: tell our folks how Thanks to stay so connected. Thanks so much for tuning in. Um, I am grateful to all of you who continued listening after my rambling at the beginning about this situation. Thank you to our eager listeners and the support. Um, you can reach us by email at tornmlb@gmail.com at gmail.com and our handle on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at TornMLB.